1: So, pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Money Mavens. And as usual, when we have a guest, I'm introducing because Charlotte can <laughs> never remember the intro. Because Charlotte's got a really bad memory because she's perimenopausal. All right, all right. <laughs> anyway, Today we have a very special guest, the gorgeous Claire Hill, who is the <laughs> warrior boss of Vivid Wire and the Vivid Club. Welcome, Claire. so good to see you.
2: Hello, beauts. you all right?
0: We're really good. We're
1: good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Really
0: good. So, so happy to be here today. We won't tell you that the actual nightmare that is taking us to... 14 minutes to get on air when we were meant to be on air at... I love- so Claire, very patiently... Waited for our Zoom to work and the internet, internet to work. work. and But you're here now, love. We're here now, should I say.
2: Yeah. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, lovely to see so, you. Tell
0: everybody a little bit about your
2: businesses. Businesses, right, okay. So I am a wire artist. There's not too many of us around, um, but I make wire art, and it's all bold and brave and colorful. And then about a year ago, I started the Vivi Club, which is business support, but it's trauma-informed and based support. Um, i get muddled up. Hold on a minute. It's trauma-informed support, business support, membership, that kind of thing, because I used to work in education and I have a master's in trauma-informed education. So I'm bringing it all together, but I still make wire art. I just love doing it all. And I've got a podcast, which you're coming on to that as well. Love it. (laughs) I've actually been on your podcast. Yes, you have. That's
0: a very yeah. good
2: episode. Very and
0: good. Lovely, uh, and I have part. some wire art.
2: I can see it actually in the kitchen. It's gorgeous. In the kitchen
0: over there. Yeah. It's beautiful. You so- do,
2: yeah. When you said to me, have you got the hot pink? And I was like, I know exactly the kind of pink you need <laughs> and what you'd love. Yes, I have. You wait till you see it because it doesn't photograph as well as it. You- as it and, looks in real life, does it? Gorgeous. It's yeah. very Josie. It big? goes
1: beautifully in your kitchen. It brings it does. all the accents of pink out.
0: It does. I love it. So thank you. Um, so Claire and I actually met through Emma Isaac, does is it? I think. Yeah. Was? the So Emma watched a podcast called Creative Ways. And we all three of us have been guests on there. We basically have, we
1: have yeah and yeah. i think we
0: kind of got to follow each other through that didn't we
1: yeah
0: and you've known emma. i've known emma for a long time because she's like one of my sister's best friends and emma knew me
1: from the wedding industry because emma actually was in the wedding industry for yeah a she's make like, the
2: hair the accessories didn't she the big things yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so she knew me so it was like we were all interconnected in
0: mm. is really nice i love, I how, love how the internet works i love how it works
2: yeah 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 it's um I, I found Emma I'd been listening to her podcast when I'd gone self-employed and you know when you first do it and you're like what the shit have I done like I'm all on my own bugger 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 and then <laughs> I found her podcast and it just got me through a, you know a few things and then I remember messaged, listening to an me- episode and just thought you know what I'm just going to message her and say you've done a really good job I really love your podcast and it talked about raving and then when I said, oh, did you, you know, you used to be a raver. And then I said, yeah, I used to be a raver. And then it used to be, and then that was it. And then we were mates. And she was like, you should come on. And I was like, oh my God, you want me on your podcast? And I was like, really excited. So I did that. And then, yeah, and then it, then I listened to like your episodes and then, Josie, you came on. And then it's just, yeah, it's just lush. I love, like, yeah. I love, what? I love it as well. Like,
1: that's all collaborating, supporting each other, getting behind each other. Yeah. It's really, really nice. That's all connected
0: so, I love so lovely. It. I love making yeah. friends that like you feel like are your friend, yeah. but you've never actually met, met them, them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I that love happens it. a lot in this day and age. And then yeah. it's so
1: exciting when you get to meet them. Because like that's been happening for us. I'm
0: <laughs> always like, oh, you're taller than I thought or shorter than I thought. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like people yeah. think- you guess the height, don't you? But you well, never sat down, not yeah. exactly. When you're interviewing them, everyone sat down. But yeah, it is it's so special. Like last night, we went to an event and we got to meet um, people that we've been speaking to, and we actually interviewed them on the podcast and everything. And then we got to meet them in person. It is so, so, so special. It is. Yeah. Open oh, Yeah. It's real life. I have a little cuddle <laughs> with everyone. It's so nice. Yeah. We. So anyway, go. we digress. Tell us about.
2: Sorry, I think there's a no, mini I say. We did that in the Vivi the Vivi Club membership, which is the business support. I did a meet up. I've done two now, and when just meeting everybody in real life, and I always think everyone looks so much more beautiful in real life. Yeah, everyone's worrying about how they look on Instagram and stuff, but then actually you meet, and you're like, oh my god, you're so beautiful in real life. Like yeah. Instagram's been hiding your beauty. You just yeah. look gorgeous, and you know, and and the fact that I was literally the small. I'm so short, and realise how sure I am compared to all the other members but it was really <laughs> amazing to like meet yeah, I would all. not have thought you were sure I wouldn't yeah I'm just over no, five love. foot I'm really sorry tar- I'm really yeah, small I'm oh.
0: yeah. See, I wet- you, when we do meet you in real life you've taken away the surprise now uh,
2: yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I fit into like going to Sainsbury's like kids clothes and H&M and get the kids clothes because I don't always find the bold the bold patterns in adults yeah. So yeah, go and get the kids stuff on. You're a little pocket rocket, aren't oh, you? I love
0: that. <laughs> um, so tell us about your, tell us about you and how you set up your businesses and like your, you know, the story, the story the behind it. It's,
1: because I'm interested in those, like how they both think interconnect as well. Yeah, how they both work and everything. So yeah, tell us everything.
2: So I went to, I was in education before that I was supporting homeless adults and then I went into education and then when I and I'd always been creative this is very much the abridged version um but I was always creative and then you know when you come out of the fog of having your first child and you can like you know sort of hold your wee in and that kind of thing <laughs> I've got to that point where I was like oh I've got all this time off what should I do and I'd made loads of stuff for my wedding and with some wire and just started making stuff with wire and it just started off as a bit of a thing to keep me sane um but I can't resist it it's like I used to have an other, another business called Violet and May which was wedding accessories and jewelry and fascinators and stuff and then bouquets and that sort of what, what I had done for my wedding so I'd I'd done that kind of thing before I'd learned I ran Violet and May for about four or five years four years um but I went into education because I was like you know the, the social constructs of thinking I'm not going to be safe if I run my own business. Um, I've lost you. Are you still there? No. Yeah? Oh, no sorry. sorry. You, I completely lost you then. Um, You know, you know just talking into the ether and you're like, is anyone listening? <laughs> but... <laughs> but um, I went... We're going to switch over.
0: Keep talking your, your internet's
2: Okay. So I did, um, so I was doing that Violet and Maze. I just learned a lot. So when I started Vivid Wire, I just got off the ground quite quickly because I already knew like the starting blocks, got started with Vivid Wire and then, um, yeah, then I left education and just went for it. just went, you know, just, just, it was really scary leaving education. Like this other job and I was like oh it's gonna be this new job's gonna be amazing and and then it was gonna be worse and I was just really I just really hated that kind of working life and I was away yeah. from my son and um which I mean I am away from him now like he's in childcare now but there was just this is so demanding and I know Josie you know working in that kind of you know yeah, government absolutely. kind of thing it's just so hard um so I did that left and then did Vivid Wire full time. And I've been self-employed properly now for over two years. And then as I was growing Vivid Wire, because I was had been off, you know, got into it quite quickly because of Violet and May and knowing this sort of stuff, I just built, a, I was very certain on building a business model that was scalable, but also the fact that i have obviously making things with my hands. Yeah, it's hard to, to scale when you're making everything by hand. But I was able to, um, like, look at my designs in a, you know, you can order something really bespoke, it's going to cost you a lot more money or you, you know, and having price points like pricing ladders and where you can get in as a customer of how you want to enjoy the brand in, in a way. And then um, I had some lots of designs copied. And I'm a very positive person. So I was just like, what this is really doing my head in because they're underselling me. Not making, they're not making any money, because that's the other thing that I came in, just of like, these are my prices. I know how much I want to earn. This is my hourly rate. I that's what I'm coming in at. So again, that was another different element to a normal handmaking craft business, which you know, I know I recognize how different that is now supporting so many other businesses now. And then Coming in and then they're underselling me, copying my designs, and I was like, do you know what, Soju, I am going to make more money out of you copying my designs, and I'm going to teach people to do it myself. And that's where this, the workshops and the lessons, so combining my teaching with that, and I'm literally launching today Kit Club, um, which I'm really really excited about. Um, but it's it's I've already had it in place, but it's this other thing and then people were saying to me god you're doing really this is like you you're doing really well how do you do it would you help me you know how it gets you know people are asking for advice and then I thought oh could I mentor people and I just literally put in my newsletter I'm thinking of mentoring would anyone like a, a free session and I just had so many emails back from small businesses and then those people some of them people went I really want actual one-to-one time with you and I was like shit I've got to come up with a program now what am I doing (laughs) and then I did a mastermind and then it sort of made me think oh actually I, I could make this into a business and then yeah it just started snowballing so I've got um So as well as the Vivid Wire, and that is me making wire art as well as teaching wire art, I've now got the Vivid Club and I have my membership, which is the Vivid Club membership. I have Pocket Warrior, which is like my one-to-one support through WhatsApp. It's like I'm in your pocket. And then I've got Project Warrior Boss, which is my first Greek program with four weeks in. And you know, when you first start a Greek program, it is literally like your nest egg of like you're just so invested in those people aren't you so I'm giving them everything I can and then I've got one-to-one clients as well um so thankfully I now have my best friend Bex working with me she's in the office because I could not cope otherwise <laughs> it's like a lot, it's a lot. I saying it, I was like
1: wow that is <laughs> a lot. And yeah. you being a, a mom and like that's a lot so wow
2: yeah yeah it is a lot but I don't know if I could do anything different like I I am trying to I'm so much better than I was at like taking time off and you know following suit by you two really the fact that you have these floater days on a Friday which I do yeah. <laughs> but I do I've now literally like you know Jackson's going to school next year and you, you, in school, your childcare cuts, doesn't it? Because you're now like, they finish at three to the five. It's like, right, I've got to find some extra hours. So I'm going to, I'm trying to, you know, not book anything in on a Friday. And then if I have to, and it just gives me a day's grace, I'm trying, you know, doing that a bit more and booking time off in advance and stuff. But yeah, I'm, I feel like... school After School Club as
1: well. Yeah, After School Friend is your
0: friend. After School <laughs> Club <laughs> is
2: yes. your friend. But yeah,
0: we do... Like on a Friday, I pick Will up after school because obviously it's on a Friday. It's just fun Friday. And so um, he picks him at three and then uh, my husband picks him up on a Monday at three. But the other days he's in an after school club and he loves it. Yeah, my son Mary's, does either
1: like football or after school club. I do pick him up on a Friday or his dad does. And on a Tuesday, my mum picks him
2: up, but they love it. And... They love it. Well, I love it. <laughs> well, That's the also- thing; they're used to it, aren't they? They're used to the childcare at five. I think Jackson would come in and go. So, what activity? And like, we went to go and see one of his uh, a primary school yesterday, and he was like, "Mummy, um, you do know this? You're taking away my fun time. Me being here." And I was like, "Alright, <laughs> mate. We've got to see your Scott. Like, you want to come here?" And he was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." And then he said in front of everyone are we going home yet i was like oh my god so yeah he's he doesn't like if i picked him up at three every day he'd be like i need another couple of hours
0: well will says like is it bedtime now because he's used to kind of coming back and like (laughs) Being home for a couple of hours and then it's bedtime, and then he was like, he kept like, it was like five o'clock. He's like, "Is it bedtime?" I'm like, "No, but if you oh. want it to be,
2: <laughs> it can be if you want, mate."
0: Yeah. Fancy yeah. it? <laughs> because like, they, they, they do like um, they like, like routine kids, don't they? Yeah, they awesome. do, they do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got the flexibility. Is the one part of the business you're more passionate about? Do you think you'll move all of it going forward, both sides, the wire and the club? Like, have you got a vision for where you're going?
2: Well I think I really want to grow the membership we're actually um, announcing some news next week to the members about like how we're moving it forward because I want it to be really exclusive Um mm-hmm. I closed the membership about two months ago and didn't let anybody any new people in because I wanted to see how the group would develop with mm-hmm. just knowing that's it that's them and it was really boosted the engagement and they're it's really buzzing in there. Like I've never been part of a, and I, I feel a bit silly saying this because I've created it, but I've never been part of a membership that's been that, like to, going like active, like always. Yeah, just brilliant really brilliant! what you
0: want to do. Yeah, Absolutely. So it does People join membership. memberships for the information, they stay for the community.
2: Absolutely. And do you know, I've learned a really key thing actually, pulling away from how much content I was delivering because I was doing a training every week Um, like for 15 minutes and I moved it to once a month but my training is so in-depth that it was overwhelming them there was no space for them to actually implement anything so I've actually come away from that we do content creation planning and that's like a hot seat style instead of me delivering on marketing training and um, same as like some group coaching as well I've just pulled right back and actually they are so much more empowered by that. So I think that's the, the key to it, but I do need to grow it because it's a, an element of the business that needs investment. So I need, that's, that's got to happen. So I yeah. really want the Vivi club membership to grow. I'm going to do project warrior boss again in January. And I've already got somebody on the waiting list. And I'm just a bit like the other day, it blew my mind that somebody's already on the waiting list for Aww. the group program. It's like, Oh my God. So um, that's January. And with the Vivid Wire, I still want to make, like, I am, like, a maker. I don't, I think I would go a bit strange if I didn't do some kind of making every week. But obviously, with everything, it's got, it, you know, I can't, I just can't make as much as, you know, the business need in in revenue for me to keep it going the way it is so that's where the kit club and the workshops are really gonna boost that part of it and just teach like I'm on a mission to get wire art across the world I want it in school curriculums because it's so much less mess than clay and everybody you go to school you learn how to build sculpture with clay don't you or something like that if all kids learn how to do it with wire it's actually even more affordable than clay you know that kind of, not that there's nothing wrong against clay if anyone's watching and they love clay good for you but <laughs> there's also the option of wire and there's and you don't need a kiln and all of that you know that kind yeah. of um but I really I've talked and went into a couple of schools and taught wire right and I really really enjoyed that um but I'm also writing a book and I bang on about the fact I'm writing this book so much but bloody hell I get in my own way and I know you I think is it Joseph you love the big leap by Gayle. I love the big leap. It's my upper limit problem I'm just like literally getting in my way it's definitely my zone of genius and I cannot get myself into that bloody book even though I know what I'm writing I write out my content I know what I'm doing but yeah.
1: So why don't you do what all the like Big writers do get, get yourself, away, go away somewhere and do it and box it off.
2: Yeah, I think I need to. I did do a little bit of a solo CEO trip in the summer, and I just got so much done because it's yeah. really hard to transition from roles, isn't it? You might be yeah. your your head, and I know both of you go and do your CEO weekend. Awesome. I get in that zone of what I'm thinking of, and I could run away with the development and really get stuck in. But then it's five o'clock, Jackson's home. We need to eat dinner. We need to get him to bed then I'm really yeah. tired blah 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 so yeah I think I need to just get myself away to to really bash it out
0: yeah and transition time there's like some research that shows that like you know like say you've got three things to do in a day that transition time really slows you down what you're best doing is one thing all day Yeah. so like content creation on one day and then one day of coaching calls and then one day of YOR and that you're so much productive when you well, don't we transition. Been, we've been the transition it a yeah. lot more. We have definitely been more definitely. But like so, when we do our CEO days, like we go away and do a couple of days, we get so much done because there's no kids around. We're not worrying about you We're know not watching
1: the clock. We're yeah. not thinking about anything. We haven't got any distractions, and we are we are really 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 good. Mm. But also, I think that's why. Doing in person, like we do in person days with our clients and stuff, and that really works well because it's getting when you get out of your environment, you are so much more creative as well, and so much more open to things. And I just think there's so people don't put enough value on getting out of your business, whether it's mm. for a day or if you can longer. And like with you with the book, I know you know if you went away for a couple of days, you probably absolutely smash it out you done
2: yeah no i think i would I, permission to I, go away permission to yeah. go away okay. what your book's about so the book is going to be about um transforming from a warrior to a warrior but with a trauma-informed approach so why i'm so interested in trauma-informed approaches? i had quite a traumatic childhood and the impact of that i have sort of coped with but actually didn't realize how much i cope with and like learned to overcome until i did a master's so when I was an assistant head teacher, I, you know, when you you, you sort of fight and you probably had this, story, so you get these emails, oh, some further education, and you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm not getting you to pay for it. I'm going to pay for this myself. I'm going to find a different masters that I'm really am interested in. Yeah. And at that point, I was working with a lot of vulnerable students. I was safeguarding lead, that kind of thing. So I was looking at inclusion but look not for um special educational needs more inclusion with mental health support mm. so there was you know and and social needs and emotional needs so found this masters and it was leading in um in inclusion and specialized in mental health and then went into my third year when they you do your research and my my husband works with homeless adults and he had done a lot of training on trauma informed approaches and environments and i thought oh that's actually something that would work so well in my role working in this school I'm going to specialize in that and so my research was about how you can support teachers to be more trauma informed so that the students who are trauma affected actually get more out of their education you can break the cycle a little bit Um, and then I was just reading this and I was thinking oh my god that's me that happened to me oh my god oh my god and it was just all this even though I was aware of it I didn't realize the impact until I was doing all this reading and it was through lockdown so it was like my final year was two years where they'd extended it. And then I did my final year, finished last August 2021, um, finished my research and everything and then while i was supporting people because i'm quite open about my story and you know uh, some bits i don't tell but a lot of it i you know i say this is what i've been through and people gravitated to me because oh if she she all she knows what she's you know she's been through something like me as you do you gravitate towards people that have a similar experience to you and discovered that a lot of my one to one clients had very similar childhoods to me, and just literally wanted to be like, Well, if it's possible for you, it's possible for me. Yeah. I, I want to <laughs> learn from you. And then I was thinking, Well, actually, the support I'm given is already a trauma informed approach. It's already that because that's how I've all, you know, that's how I learned to support and teach. Um, so then it all came together in this like amazing, you know, like, Oh my God, every single path I've ever taken has led to this point and that phrase of transforming from a warrior to a warrior I'd heard it somewhere and I just really embodied it because of how you reframe and flip things but it's all about the energy so you Mm. can be sitting in a warrior energy and like really having a bad day but that energy you could actually make a lot of money from this is the thing it's like just need to know how you can turn it around to power something so much more incredible and change your circumstances with it so some of the members had already been like the support I was already given were didn't sort of halfway through that trauma informed approach with me saying, this is what it is. And some members have been a bit like, I don't want to admit that I'm getting trauma informed support. And I'm like, but this is the thing with trauma informed support, not people. It's not just for people who experience trauma. It is for everybody. It's such an inclusive way to support people that it, It's not about, oh, you have to have had a really horrible childhood or uh, suffered domestic abuse to be part of this. That's not it. It means that if you have, you're included. If you haven't, you're included because it it impacts everybody. And we never, ever bang on about, oh, I've got this really sad story to tell. It's nothing like that. It is about people that have just switched off a victim mode and into warrior mode. And they are like, I know that I'm better than this. I'm going to do it. And then the energy is just amazing in there. But it's from like, when I was, I first started working in support when I was 16, I had um, my first boyfriend's mum owned a a business supporting adults with learning disabilities. So she gave me a job. um, And then I sort of was like, I really like doing this. And then I fell into, I went, my first degree was health services management. So, and I really specialised in supporting people with learning disabilities and healthcare law around that. Then I started working with homeless families, and every single sort of client group and kind of person that I've worked with, I've been transforming them from warriors to warriors. But it's just now they've got businesses, so I combine this love of business. I, oh my god, I love business. I love talking about it. I love make, helping people make money. I love making money. I love it. Love it all. And then now I get to do it all. It's just like like a magic recipe. It's just like create the best cake ever. <laughs> and I can see and
1: hear how passionate you are about, it. and it, it's really infectious. It's yeah, really, amazing. thanks. <laughs> and like you say about, like not everyone's got trauma. Like you know, you have to have a big trauma, but I do think everyone has trauma. Absolutely. In and it can be, and it doesn't have to be big, big. Like, like what? Well, like, yeah. It can be something that someone said to you in a flippant comment, but it can really affect you, and it go into your head, and then it escalates, and like you know, I think. I don't think I've ever met anyone that hasn't had trauma, and even if they don't know they have, then you start on picking it and you're like, that is a trauma. Yeah. The fact that you're including everyone and doing that is really powerful because when you're dealing with any kind of trauma, it can hold you back in so life, business, confidence, you know, and self-love and all those things. And speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had trauma in my life and and it does it massively affected and I don't think it's probably when you're through it through the other side that you think wow that was mm. pretty pretty big and then sometimes you think you're absolutely fine and then it just boom it gets you
2: yeah yeah like triggers you yeah
1: yeah and something can happen and you're like back in that place but if you've done the work you can get yourself back in a good place really quickly
2: but that's it
1: on the work and that was the bit that was hard for me to figure out And once I figured that bit out it was like oh okay it took me about 43 years to do it but you know hey I got there in the end you know and it's so the fact that you're doing it and combining your business is amazing and giving a platform and everything and I think
0: it's really inspiring for listeners you know if, you, if yeah. you're if you struggling to find your niche or you're struggling to find your thing I hear so often but like I don't want to put myself in a box you don't have to you can make your own box yeah make your own box and that is what you've done you've made your own box yeah yeah because what you've taken is everything that everything that is what what you love your experience what you're passionate about and made it into a business so love it yeah
1: yeah I do you, love it and you wouldn't like, you wouldn't necessarily think wire art with all of that, but when you talk yeah. about it, I'm like, so it, it all makes sense. Yeah.
2: yeah, I was just thinking, like, wire art, I I used to sew, but wire art is just something else. And this thing is, nobody really knows much about it. To be fair, I'm totally self-taught. So there are some amazing sculpture wire artists out there, Um, you know, a lot better than me, but it's how I've, I've I feel like I'm a bit different in how I'm generous with it some wire artists and I you know they were, they were amazing but there's this whole culture in this handmade businesses like oh everyone's gonna nick my ideas and I'm like well you can nick him if you want but I'm gonna make a hell of a lot of money more money out of you out of it than you are um and you know I know that you know that I know you know one of them that you've yeah. copied you know I must be better than you because you've copied me and that kind of mindset whereas and, and just being generous with that like there's only the only thing that I do not share with anyone is where I get my wire from, and that is it. If you, anyone says to me, how do you do this? I go, yeah, it's like this. Do it, you know.
1: Is, if you're going to put yourself out there with anything, you're already, yeah. I mean, I was a wedding dress designer for 20 years and yeah. had money for every time someone copied my dress. It's part of I business. You know, yeah. in the end, it actually, it honestly didn't bother me in the slightest because it actually made them look stupid. Yeah. When people say wow, like you really are like a leader in the industry because everyone's copying you. And I was like, so I use it to my advantage then.
2: But Absolutely, yeah.
1: when I turned it on its head and did PR around it, and at first I was upset, but then I was like, oh, because there's only one you, because there's only one me, there's only one Joseph, there's only one of everyone that's listening to this. And so people get so worried about competition or
0: copying, but actually. And everyone's done it a little bit themselves yeah. in their own business. Sure. It's part of like, when we set up a business, there's parts of bits that you get from other people that you copy. I'm not saying in a like you take it and copy, but you see other people do things yeah. that inspires you. It's kind of everything. Yeah. Nothing and Original. yeah nothing's 100% original nothing is mm. 100% original like people can come up with an idea for something but it's been inspired by something else or somebody else has done something similar and you know and I think if you spend so much time on that energy it's such a lack mentality a, yeah
2: absolutely you're bang on and that's the thing where that trauma informed support comes from because there'll be people in the membership saying someone's copied me and stuff there was somebody recently and we're like right okay let's figure out what is the solution like you need to sit Not panic about it, not worry. It's going to happen. And like you said, you're a leader in this industry. If People are copying you. So let's just think about the solution. But also building that confidence that because a lot of people that your business owner, that sense of safety isn't there. So you can't you don't feel like you can be as risky. So it's creating your own sense of safety and then going, do you know what? Bollocks to you. I'm going to tell you you can't copy my idea. I'm going to challenge you on it. And then it's done like and having the confidence and it's the same like Charlotte I see so many people copy my designs now and like you I'm like oh that I must be really good but it's not ever as well made as mine like the ones people that copy you are never as good as you like creating them no
1: never the replica is
2: yeah
1: Yeah. and it's not you and it's not your brand and it's not got all those elements and people think that they can just I remember I had a draft Made me a lot of money and everybody knew it. And I saw that many versions of it, but no one made any money from it because everybody still wanted Tabitha, which was amazing. yeah. Everybody wanted Tabitha because they wanted to say they'd worn the Tabitha. Yeah. One Lola or whatever they'd call their version of it or a number 4169, but they were really uncreative. Um, <laughs> so actually, it worked in my favor because people were like, I just want a Tabitha. And so I welcomed it. I was like, yeah, everyone have a Tabitha. <laughs> because my house is the original,
0: the best. Yeah. And
2: yes. the whole
0: fashion industry like is, it goes on that. So all the big fashion houses go to fashion week, do the catwalk and then Zara and all the, they go, okay, okay, okay. And we'll make things a bit more wearable. Yeah, and they it, love it because what it does is-
1: Boost theirs. Boost theirs. But what it does is it makes people buy their lower price entry point because they all have that. So they just put all the really like expensive stuff and then they bring out all the stuff that's affordable, and everyone's driven to it. And it's
0: genius, actually, the way genius. that they do
2: it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah,
0: it's part of the thing. Is it's part of business, and I think something like yeah. I, if anyone's listening as well, thinking, "Oh, somebody's copied me." Like it's okay to be, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated, but don't just sit and stew on it. Yeah. Create a plan for it and then move on. Because yeah. like half a day on it and then be like, yeah, yeah, "I'm done now." Move on. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, a bit of
2: a ground zero thing. Like I was saying to somebody yeah. else the other day. Like you are going to have moments where it's ground zero. Like you're like, I feel like the only other way is sometimes you feel like you're going to give up. If so, if you're getting that upset about it, so what can you flip? What can you change? And thank God somebody copied my ideas. Cause I wouldn't have thought, or oh, maybe I could do live lessons and build these workshops and now taught hundreds of people how to make wire art. So it's that kind of, what can you make out of a shit sandwich? You know, you can, put a bit of sugar
1: on it put a bit of sugar on it yeah no it's true true. yeah you're on your toes as well because
2: yeah
1: when i had my other brand like i think right okay what can i do next it's going to get everyone talking in the industry you know makes you step up your game i'd be like oh okay i see you and i raise you (laughs) like i get really like yeah, yeah yeah so actually i'm really grateful
0: to it, yeah. um, yeah. and and it's good for us to not get complacent. It's good for us to know that actually, you know, other people can do this thing in a different way than we are. It makes you step up your game. Yeah, yeah Keep, you know, if, if people get complacent in life and business, then we end up like letting things go a little bit. However, if you know that there's other people that are around, you're like, okay, watch me go now, step up your game a bit. So, definitely, so yeah. competition is healthy. So, tell us about we always like to ask this, like. Tell us about a struggle that you've overcome in business and a lesson you've learned from that. Because you know, so often people go into business, women go into business and think oh, it's going to be like upwards hill. And it's but the truth is business is up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down, isn't it? And so we think it's always useful to hear um, you know, people's stories of what they've had to overcome in business and how what they've learned from that. So what would you say is yours been your biggest struggle? I overcome? think
2: I'm gonna be a bit a bit of a pain in the arse. And I don't think I've had masses of struggles because I just don't see them like that which yeah, is a bit of a I'm a bit of a pain in the ass with that but I I just expected it to be up and down because that is what it is and I've always got this imagery of in my mind of like you know when you stand in the sand and you're trying to hold yourself steady when the waves are hitting you whenever it's being bad I'm just like hold your nerve keep standing in that sand because when the tide goes out you're still going to be standing and loads of people are going to go so if it's a shit month or it's a bit quiet I'm just like all right you know money flows freely and easily to me and I do a bit of work on my mindset what can I do and but I think the the biggest challenge I've found was at the beginning um when I left education because I was working in a school of I know 1300 secondary school kids with 200 members of staff with a rigid timetable and you know as an assistant head part of the leadership team I had meetings coming out of my eyeballs and I had you know emails all the time and then suddenly I had nothing and I had to well I did have something but I I had none of that rigidity rigidity. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I didn't have that like you know the, the the box in you know, that box that I'd been sort of put into and also recognizing that I'd never fit in that box and had tried to shrink to get in it and then suddenly oh. I was like whoa so but also the quiet so the limiting beliefs and the imposter syndrome voice which i like to call clara we talk about that in the Vivi club like you've got to have a name for that voice yeah
0: we have nasty yeah, I'm nasty nasty
2: yeah. The, the bastard that sits in the corner that kind of thing <laughs> and just she got really loud and i just was like you know i've not done this i'm not sacrificing It's the thing within our family like i was earning a good wage and then i had walked away from it and i had to make that money there was no plan b Mm-hmm. I think that actually makes it sometimes easier because I didn't have a plan B. I had to, I had no choice. I had to make it work. So in those first few months of being self-employed, trying to find my feet and have a routine, and the first few months we were in, you know, lockdown, and my business was ridiculous. There's a lot of online businesses that are product based, you know, like Royal Mail, and trying to go out. You couldn't go out to shops. And I was the amount I, that Christmas made me was crazy, but the effects on mental health, I just was not looking after myself at all. So yeah. this is where the warrior energy came from. So though it was a struggle and having a routine, but now I have my, it's very similar to your morning routine thing that you talk about. Yeah. I have my warrior energy toolkit and I listen to the same 10 songs in a row. That's like my morning commute. Um, and they're like songs that I absolutely love. And it's so funny how my mindset, if it's ever like a little bit wobbly, will just start flipping because I'm getting into work mode by listening to those 10 songs. Um, you know, I change them up a little bit sometimes. I've just put Mariah Carey, what I want for Christmas in. I know it's early, but <laughs> oh, bloody <laughs> hell, that song makes me happy. It's really
0: for Mariah. No. I know. I um, to disagree
2: with oh, that. You never
0: loved that song. Well, it's all right around Christmas, but it's flipping October. I know, all the
1: Christmas decorations are out. We're fully
0: like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm Mrs. Christmas. Not for me, that. Not for me, that. But you are making Christmas things now, so I get it. I am. I
2: launched last (laughs) week, so I do need to, you know, be in it. Um, so I do that, and I do my writing. I adore writing. Like I will sit and I'll do the morning pages. Um, that's inspired by from Julia Cameron, which is the Book of Art. I think the War of something like that. Um, so I do that every morning near enough. And I make sure I move, I have a walk, um, I put my lippy on and I try and meditate. Meditation's like something I do a lot more regularly now than I ever have done. And I try and do that every day. Um, and then I'm right with the world. And the amount of energy I have is crazy, ridiculous. And then I can just get on with the day. But I also have like my essentials task, So I've got that little timetable. But if I hadn't have had those darker, that darker section... I wouldn't have learned how to cope with it, and then teach everybody else. And this, this is the thing now in the Vivi Club membership. I'm like, I know how you feel, but what have you done for your worrying? You? Where have you filled your cup up? And people would think, and I, you know, I know it sounds wrong to say it for some people, but I, my energy is the most important thing in my life, more than my not the basic needs of Jackson, but more than him trying to play with me if I'm not like because I can't be the best version of this for him and yeah. my job is to be the best version best mum to him ever to do that i need to work on my warrior energy first thing in the morning and i love it yeah. so yeah
1: so true so, so true, so <laughs> true. And i think we so often
0: forget that that's yeah. why i'm so passionate like when we were doing our first freebie together as um the money mavens our first freebie was about a morning routine
2: uh, i yeah i did Rags
0: it riches, <laughs> riches. Yeah. and and it's like because we like it literally sets us it sets us up for the day it's what makes a difference i'm not saying we're uh we're perfect, per- perfect well, we do every day. this
1: last two weeks because i've not been well in fact longer than that because i've been really unwell and it's really affecting me um and i'm getting it back but
0: i've been on it you know like I was it's, so, uh, it's impacting your emotional health yeah, and mental health and, i'm much more tearful tearful and a bit like it's funny because you're definitely lower like you pick it up, Charlotte's gonna pick it up, but like I've noticed that you're yeah, lowering and your mood. And it's because
1: I'm not doing my routine and it's because I'm not exercising as much and not feeling all that kind of stuff. And I know what
0: it is. So what are you can gonna do about it? Get my ass back in in the gym. Yeah. yeah,
2: but as like running your own business, you've got to recognise like when you're in the cut in whatever world, if you have a shit day, you still get paid. Yeah. You do not get paid if you have a shit day. <laughs> you have to turn it around. Like, I could have taught the shittest lessons and had really bad behavior and, you know, not followed up with a parent or whatever. I, oh, okay. If I'd done it lots and lots, I would have got sacked. But one odd day here and there a week, you can get by, you still get paid. Yeah. And let's be honest, it's really hard to sack teachers and <laughs> social. It's really hard. But you can't. You don't make money if you're doing your business. You that is
1: mm, yeah.
2: primary priority. You have to have to do it.
1: You've got to be really resilient. Absolutely.
2: Business. And yeah. if you
1: are not um strong in your mindset, and your physical health, what you're putting in your body, what you're moving, all those things, filling you come up with self care, then you're not resilient. Mm. And that's a lesson that I've learned for the last two decades. That I've had my own businesses. Um, it, how important and I never put as much focus because I think when you're a lot younger like when I started the physical 20 you could get away with business, I was out partying and like you know you can get out I could really cut corners on self-care and all this now
2: yeah yeah
1: five-year-old as a single parent uh, uh, no way it's like <laughs> just this last few weeks just not doing a few things that I normally would do is really impacting and it's a lesson mm. and also it's kind of like I'm okay with it as well because I kind of realize that you can't be 100% perfect all the time. And
0: mm.
1: like, no, instead of beating myself up, back, it's just like, okay, you, you've fallen off the wagon,
0: but... Get back mm. on, get back yeah, on, on it. You know? Mm. And I think, you know, like, the th- there are things we can do about being resilient and there are things we can do about um, feeling better. Like, like you were saying with how you've done that, I love the music, that's a great idea for like your commute. Like having the same things, put you in like mm. work mode. In, in, yeah. I really like that. Um, but yeah, I think, just the morning is such an important time and you know most of us we like reach for our phone start checking social media or something that doesn't actually make you feel particularly good does it
2: no uh, scroll hole the scroll hole <laughs> yeah yeah I've recently started sleeping without my phone in the room which yeah. is really difficult so I try I don't snooze my alarm because that's another thing that will impact how I the energy of my day so I started having my phone downstairs, and mind you, I've done it for two, three days. The first day was an absolute write-off and I snoozed for like an hour and a half and was totally late. <laughs> but I kept just kept going straight onto my phone. And I, there's this thing about trying to create before you consume. So I was like, right, I'm going to really try this and just getting up and straight away writing. And um, I, I do feel a little bit better. But going back to what you were saying about pushing, you know, you as an entrepreneur, you think, yeah but I could just fit that in or you know you could push yourself too more too much and in the summer I had a couple of health health issues literally just down to stress of just me doing too much but I was like I don't feel stressed I've got a lovely life la. la, la. well your body you know my body was like you're taking the absolute piss you've really got to you know and I had a week off right as rain after that but it's just those you don't you shouldn't do it before the warning signs you should have it planned in Anyway, we
0: always like to have our Fridays. Yeah, and don't get us wrong; like now and again, we'll work on a Friday. Mm. We'll do something, but whatever we do is always fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: we are really good. We've booked spa day; like we've got a spa day coming up. We both regularly have holidays. We love yeah. like
0: massages and. But that's because that's because we've Lesson, both burnt out. Yeah. The yeah. Lesson, learned. Lesson, learned. Lesson learned, and you know this this time probably about a. No, about a year and a half ago, I was completely burning the candle at both ends. Charlotte completely did that in her, when she was a wind dress designer and her business is there, bronze then, you put completely burnt out, didn't you?
1: Well, I just worked, because I didn't have
0: children. Yeah.
1: Um, And I'm a creative and you know what it's like. When yeah. You're in that zone. I could be in the show, I'd be in the showroom till small hours because no one yeah. would me to go home. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> you know, and if I'm in that mood, and especially if we had a show coming up, we had all so much riding on it, and to be honest, when I'm in that zone, I love it. Yeah. And then I'm on such a high, then you go to the show and you absolutely smash it and it's amazing. And then I would come down like, oh my God. Yeah. And people would be like, oh my God, was the show a washout? Like, why are you so upset? And I was like, no, it was amazing. Like, I are everything. I don't know what's wrong with me. And it's just because you're so tired and you just on such a, like, people were like, whoa, she's nuts <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but you know and it, and it's a, been a lesson learned it took me ages
2: years
1: mm-hmm. out years and years and years and when I went into this what we do now I was like I'm never gonna do that again mm-hmm. I will hustle and I love a hustle but what I won't do is then not make sure I've got self-care in place and you know all the fun and the fun stuff I don't feel like I had enough fun yeah whereas now We have a lot, maybe too much fun. (laughs) We focus on fun now. We focus on fun, we're out all the time. But life is really short. Like, why not have loads of fun? And
2: the more fun we have, the more we True. Absolutely. I was literally just thinking that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can literally talk to you forever. um, But before we go, we must ask you to give your one piece of advice that you would love to pass on to anyone that's listening.
2: take a deep breath that usually helps like I think that I could I don't know I've got advice coming out of my eyeballs and you know I've used that phrase twice never used that phrase before today ever coming out my eyeballs eyeballs. but no I would the you know there's so much out there and sometimes I think you can consume so much advice but just follow people that give you energy you know i love you too you know that i love you too um for those reasons but also just sometimes if things are panicking you turn your phone off and take some deep breaths like yeah. i don't think the kind of breath as well that you you know you feel the whole of your lungs up just does you so good and also actually i've heard this which is a bit weird i'm gonna do it if you're feeling panicked you know when you cry and you go <laughs> like that like you, your body just does it you can actually do that breath so when you are feel if you're feeling ever really anxious or overwhelmed or worried or anything like that just to grab yourself and sort of put you in the right frame of mind if you take two short breaths in really quickly and then one long breath out you're like react you're creating that same actual biological response to try and calm you down Oh, that's a little tip good to yeah.
1: know that's really all. Well, yeah the same so much isn't there around breath work and- yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that's
2: literally all I know though so that's it but it works
0: (laughs) good to know it's been an absolute pleasure to have you you
2: today we'll leave
0: all of Claire's details in the show notes that you can go and follow her and see what she's up to check out Vivid Wire and the Vivid Wire Club but it's not the Vivid Wire Club it's the Vivid Club isn't it sorry just added the wire (laughs) stuck a wire in there as well um and go and check out her designs because they're amazing and I can tell you they're the most gorgeous and i have got one on my kitchen wall. i
1: think we need one for the money maybe yeah office. i was just thinking.
2: i do you know what i was gonna make you um the a padlock maybe but you oh. know my rudolph christmas if you get a tree that's pink and red my new one of oh, my new. Okay. Well, yes, we're getting you need... yeah, yeah we can put a little christmas tree um in the office, in the
1: office of course it's so yeah um yeah we all your stuff is absolutely thank
2: beautiful.
1: you I love a little uh Time, we'll maybe we can get our yeah.
0: millionaires there. Yeah, we want, we, yeah, we, we wanted a sign that says millionaires, so maybe we could get a vivid wire one.
2: Actually, nice, <laughs> nice, love have, to it. Have, a
0: vision, have a vision right in front of us on the Just thing to keep reminding us keep reminding us us of where we're heading. We well done, next year, Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks so much for <laughs> having <you>. me. Thank <laughs> you so
1: much, darling.
0: Love. See you later. Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier.
1: We are holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your
0: support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations.
1: You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.